Hello, you're listening to episode 34 of the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, hosted by Jordan Ross, Todd Cowart, and Trevor Harden. In this episode, we interview Sam Taylor of Time Sawyer, listen to samples of this week's upcoming bands, Peter Carp Band and Time Sawyer, reminisce about the week prior with Jesse Terry and Fireside Collective, and in our Wouldn't It Be Nice segment, introduce Joe Pisapia. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast. I'm Jordan Ross. I'm Todd Cowart. Trevor Harden. Fellas, how we doing? We're great. Fantastic. Super? Hey, guess what? Friday night, we have got Peter Carp coming into the room. Peter Carp Band. Okay. Peter Carp. Let's have blues. a listen to some Peter Carp. Let's hear some blues. A big hobo weevil in the middle of town Casting iron 40 feet off the ground Mary serves the best grits around Her perfume smells stronger than the grilled chuck ground And Grandpa's out back with a bottle of Jack Courtney's putting pennies on the railroad track And me, I'm just hanging around the salad Alabama Town from Peter Carp coming in here Friday, February 2nd. He's a showman. Considered one of the finest contemporary Americana and blues artists around. Singer, songwriter, slide guitarist, and pianist Peter Carp. Whew. Half the room is already sold. Get your tickets. Roastingroomlounge.com. Now, Saturday night, we have got Time Sawyer coming in for a five-piece band, Hootenanny Hits. We talked to Sam Taylor, lead singer, writer uh, for Time Sawyer. Let's have a listen to that interview. Yes, yeah, been a lot of places that I didn't want to go. Seen a lot of faces that I didn't want to show my eye. And I don't have that much to see anyway. Sam, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. How are you? Fantastic. So I heard a rumor that you're coming down here on Saturday night. Uh, we're, yeah, we're thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm checking the schedule. It looks, uh, looks uh, really, really, really likely. Yeah, that's good. Well, February 3rd is the date. Now, you came here last time, and uh, you brought a duo. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we had us a really great time, and we were, through kind of the music community, uh, the, the roasting room down there, with, and Bluffton has really got a name. Uh, it's, I think, I mean, y'all should know that. It's people are really, that's there's great. been a lot of people that we run into since we played more than before, but had a couple people say, you know, you need to look down there, especially for what y'all do. This is a great spot. And so we've, it's been a, we know they were definitely correct and we're excited to bring the full band back. That's fantastic. So you are bringing a full five piece band with you this time around. Uh, we are. Good segue there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we're professionals. <laughs> we're professionals. <laughs> trying to be as professional as possible. So you're bringing your five piece. Let's tell me, tell me about your other guys that are in your band. Yeah, we uh we have us a great time, and they're uh they really are our brothers, and we we really are just 
we're really putting full steam ahead as far as kind of middle last year and moving into this year and kind of the, the music's really at a good point. We've got a, a great rhythm section, uh, drummer Jordan Nelson and bass player Court Winter, both from Winston-Salem, and uh, Luke Mears plays the guitar and sings. Uh, he plays some of his own tunes now as well, and we uh, kind of incorporate all this together, and Luke's from Elkin, North Carolina, and that's where me and Houston are originally from. I'm always interested in, in how bands form. Do you guys have any stories? I mean, have you known these dudes for a long time, or what's your history with these uh, bands? Uh, we have known these guys. Uh, we actually had a couple other folks uh, in the band when we originally started, and uh, as we got uh, kind of a little more steam, a little more serious, we really tried to push uh, kind of doing things in a very uh, proactive manner, and, and we kind of we had some, we had some different approaches, and we, and we thought it was best to kind of make a different different move and we've uh we've met these well, i guess playing with these guys uh luke especially for i'd imagine ooh, over i'd say we're getting closer to two years luke and i played guitar for a really long time together and he's a great friend of mine and houston and I i've known him for ever he's just a a really really great musician and a great fella and so he's played with us a lot doing some acoustic and uh trio stuff and uh the drummer and bass player we have Known musically, their, their names are in the music community here in uh, Winston-Salem, especially, and kind of migrate around. I think a lot of people know uh, who Court Winter is. He's a phenomenal bass player, and the, the same with Jordan. But both those guys, we were lucky to kind of form this five-piece. Uh, at least with this whole group, it's been uh, a year of solid playing, and kind of most most everyone has been over a year. But to, to grab it as a group, it's been really a, a solid year of playing some music. Now, you released an album from The Roasting Room, which is a kind of a rare thing for us to have that happen. But tell me about how that came about. Well, I've got such a great sound uh, system in there, such a great listening environment. It was very simple. Uh, we didn't really make that as a plan, obviously, when we came down that way. But uh, we're given the, the files and said, here, I mean, you can do whatever you want with this. And we listened to it. And we, we thought most of it was very... Uh, First, we were surprised that we could make something sound all right, and then after that, we, uh, <laughs> we decided to pick a couple of those and let them kind of be a, a precursor of how, how what we hope to come from kind of shows like that. We, we don't do a lot of duo things, so we uh, we had a lot of fun with it, and it kind of it's always fun to kind of hear a song a different way. I think people appreciate that sometimes, so yeah. we uh, we try and kind of let people see the bare bones of something and hope that kind of sticks in the vein as you add a little more kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, an ambiance or a presence to a song. Sure. Well, that that is for free on your Bandcamp page. So any oh, yeah, any yeah. listeners Plug can go thing, to get it for free. search Time Sawyer and Bandcamp, and you will find that Live at the Roasting Room album. Yeah. Grab it. I can uh, transition us into another topic. Sure. Um, I see that you guys uh, have a, right next to Neil Young in the top 100 for 2017 from the Huffington Post. So that's a pretty... That's a pretty nice uh, accolade. It's a nice guy to stand beside, right? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't called or anything. Yet, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if we have a good number on our site. But it is uh, definitely uh, we are always very taken aback by any form of uh, kind of a, a correlation to musicians like anyone in Neil's category or anyone. Honestly, we're just we're happy to be considered music people like sometimes. So it's really that's kind of obviously shooting for the stars. Uh, yeah. WCW radio also 
uh, put us on a list that is just we don't really. I mean, we feel so. It, we're taken aback by that. They have their top 100 of uh, CDs released every year, and it was a really, uh, really neat thing to see all these guys that we, uh, you know, aspire to be. Really, so it, it's fun just to be involved in any form of correlation to music people enjoy. That's great. Yeah. Well, keep writing good music, and you'll keep being on lists. It's, it's pretty. <laughs> we're, we're gonna try. <laughs> Now, I, you, you mentioned that uh, Midwood Entertainment has picked you up as, a, yeah. as their agency. Man, yeah, I, we love Midwood. We love the people that we're working with, and that's a solid roster. Tell me about how that came about. Uh, it was really kind of all the dominoes fell in, in a good spot. We were uh, working originally, uh, kind of moving in a direction to work uh, solely with Brian Swink of Rockwood Booking. Uh, he, uh, he made a really, really great kind of from the ground up roster of his own talent and uh, a lot of really good moving pieces here in kind of the, the southeast and yeah. we have and we work with brian we, as well yeah yeah brian is uh brian but brian is now uh at midwood saw how great brian was in his kind of growth pattern what he's been doing and i think mm-hmm. that they've known each other for a long time i think there's a, a shared influence of music over there and, and like you said all those all those Midwood guys really kind of know what they're doing. So all yeah. this whole group has gotten together now, and uh, we're all kind of working in the same straight line. Love it. Well, you're going to see returns on that for sure. You definitely oh, will well, see. We, we, we are very excited. We really are, uh, again, we feel very lucky to kind of be making some strides. Yeah, and for the and for the average listener out there, Midwood Entertainment is a, is an agency that books uh, bands throughout the Southeast and and probably over the East Coast as well. Do you go any higher than you know? Do you go up into the into the Northeast at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. We actually just did a, a, a little run up that way. Uh, we're going to do one again in April. That's not announced just yet, but it'll be a fun uh, a fun run up that way. But yeah, they. I don't think. Uh, any bounds uh, stop them from booking. If there's a place that needs to be played, they'll, yeah. they'll get you there. Cool. It's great. That's a great for you guys. So tell me about, do you have any um, records in the works? Are you thinking of, of putting some more material out, or are you still touring on the, the album that you released in 2017? Uh, we, we are still moving with that uh, Wildest Dreams release from March of last year. But we, uh, we're always, uh, we're, we're kind of in that position where all of us are really, really enjoying every show. I mean, I, it's, it's, a, it's a, an odd thing if we don't enjoy a show, for sure. But we're enjoying kind of, understanding what this five piece can do and and trying to push those limits so i think that that also makes you want to write and it's put in a way it's a little pressure on me to do that i mean not outwardly more inwardly but uh i think to way too long lee answer your question yes we're trying to write some stuff but it's uh it's on me right now i'm I'm trying to kind of force some of it out well, Sam, when you guys do write, I'm always interested in how bands, especially five-piece bands, where it sounds like it's kind of a super group of local musicians, kind of where everybody's got cred. Um, t- take me through your writing process for uh, Time Sawyer. Do you guys all bring something, or do you sort of bring the sketch, or what do you do? How do you, how does that work? Uh, we're still moving through some of that, and you hit the nail on the head there. Those guys are a super group. I feel very lucky to be able to play with all of them, and it's uh, in writing. A lot of times, a lot of what we were doing in the last two years with this group and moving into kind of the, the perfect circle we're trying to work with here is we uh, had a lot of songs that were already on records, Time Saw You Records. We put out six or, it'll lose count, I think six <laughs> records in, in, our, in our lifespan. And so in that, uh, we have a lot of songs that were already quote-unquote finished, and, and they've been able to even add their own spice, if you will, to that. So that 
is even piqued interest to see that, you know, that's something we never thought of five years ago on this song or things that really, really kind of, again, pique that want to start working on some new things to see what we can start from a fresh slate. But uh, there are some things we've started working on that are brand new and some songs that we've really kind of revamped that kind of, in a way, become new. So in that vein, it, I will normally write a song or have something close to finished uh, with Luke involved a lot more these days. He He's a really fun songwriter. He, he has such a neat approach. He was, uh, most of the time, I don't think he was born. He's 20... I do think he was born. I just uh, switched veins <laughs> there. I don't think he was born the same year time that I was. He is he is solidly entrenched in the, I'd say between the fifties and eighties. He is uh, he really knows. He's operated through all those years. He, he's a very very smart musician and accomplished in what he knows. That we listen sometimes to radio. Our van has no. We listen to cassettes or CDs <laughs> sometimes, and the radio. We just don't have anything. Our, our van is a uh, very luxurious ride, but music we suffer. <laughs> and uh, and so that Luke, if you put it on any station that has any form of rock, any form of any, I guess uh, anything you consider uh, a vintage or a throwback, he can name. It's I would imagine his lip percentage is over 89 percent of naming every song that's ever like who's this he'll quiz us in the van i might shut up Luke. i know you know all these songs but again kind of off topic there but trying to write these tunes there's a lot now that i think it opens a lot of doors that might have been closed in the past it really shows that there's a lot that can be added just from their musical knowledge so we're kind of new in that right now that we're really trying to bring up some new material and that's kind of why i was leaning towards I, I feel i've got a little more weight on me to try and get out something that i feel really good about because i know those guys are going to make whatever this is that much better so I, I really hope that uh i hope we continue to kind of move in that and we've started working in a lot of those kind of really getting together and jamming for lack of a better word but having an idea and trying to see how we flush that out yeah Cool. Well, can you talk about some of the songs or themes on the uh, last year's album, Wildest Dreams? I mean, the album cover, for those that aren't looking at it, uh, is a hummingbird uh, chained to the ground. So I'm, I'm kind of interested where, where all of that is headed. I've, uh, I've, been, uh, I've been known to, uh, morbid is for sure too strong of a word, but I've been, I've been known to, to write songs on the, uh, the sadder side of the tracks. And uh, I think that that just is a good outlet. Not all those songs are about me. There's, I mean, there's songs we write all the time that are taken from our experiences and, and those that come from more of a story realm. But uh, a lot of those, I just think there's, for me, I think there's a lot of feeling to take from that. And I think a lot of people, whether, you're, whether your life has been just a peach from day one, I think you, you're able to connect well with someone else's experiences. And I think a lot of times when you're able to have a lot more feeling in those, whether it be through trials and tribulations, it, it kind of brings people closer to what you're doing. And, and I, we've been lucky to have that associated with our songs that people say they're very relatable uh, lyrically. And I think, I mean, again, that I feel very fortunate to have people that even listen to our songs. So uh, in, in the theme, I guess, of that whole record, it pulls from some different places, but uh, I, I'm not sure I can put a, I think what the title, which I guess you can encapsulate this record, we always try and kind of make a fuller record than songs picked off, even though that's kind of where this, with the 
with vinyl coming back, that's a lot of fun to kind of see people thinking more about the order of a song yeah. than just saying you can listen to something shuffle on Spotify. So I do, you always have that element. But Wildest Dreams is this idea that is also tied to that hummingbird that, you know, there's there's the littlest bit of area that you're not sure if that hummingbird's getting picked up off the ground or if it's not going anywhere. So uh, I'm... I think a lot of those songs kind of teeter on that, that in a way we're all in charge of what we can get accomplished and even, you know, anything we run into where we're having to find a way through that. And I think most songs that I write, whether they have a little more of a a touch on the uh, the sorrowful, I think there's always uh, some hope in those things. And I think that's where you need to always be looking, kind of keeping your, your focus on the positives of things and, I think that record is hopefully looking in that direction. There's a lot of, I mean, people that have a life that's all stars and bows, I think it's, it's very, uh, I think you miss a lot that way, which is odd. I think you don't learn as much as you, uh, I think, well, we're not all learning as much as we need to learn, that's for sure. And I think maybe having those different steps to get through really helped to build somebody that you're more proud of. We talk about your name really quick. We re- we all really like your name, um, and I'm sure Personally many people. Or the band. Well, no, your name is. I like your name, too. Sam Taylor. It rhymes with J Lo, hey. so that's great. <laughs> but no, Time Sawyer, the band. Uh, how did yeah. you guys come up with that? Uh, it uh, it really is. I can't decide. Really, there's been people. We actually had a review that was one of the more odd reviews we've had that uh, mentioned the name. That like we don't understand the name. But we, we like the band. and uh, <laughs> But most everyone seems to enjoy kind of uh, where it comes from. We we like the idea of being from Elkin, the, the core of the band being from Elkin, and even Winston being right there. Uh, it's only 45 minutes up the road. We've, we're all kind of living in a more rural environment. Elkin is Elkin's growing rapidly. There's a lot of really great things in our arts and uh vineyard scene i'm not sure everyone's ever said vineyard scene before but our, <laughs> Strong our vineyard, vineyard scene is really hot right now <laughs> does that mean like moonshine or what is that, what is that <laughs> no mean? actually okay. they call yakin county the uh the napa valley of the east or like wine well wine country wine country wine country of the east all right all right and sugar mountain is the but it is there's a, it's a tourist attraction which is great it's 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 something new to try and grasp but the rural element is very strong in elkin that we we enjoy that idea that kind of the tom sawyer the sawyer part of that comes from because we uh i think a lot of that is uh you can connect that literarily to a lot of a, a lot of songs mark twain also and you know there's a lot of a lot we like to take from the literary side of things as well. So that the Sawyer's covered in that rural literature piece. And time, I think, is more... I think time is probably the larger part of our, our name because it's. I think in songwriting, you, there's really no escaping time. And again, that sounds... Uh, I'm not trying to be deep there. It's just that, that's a whole... We're all, we're all on the same path that we don't have any extra time. And, you know, that in songwriting, you're either writing about how much you love this time you're in, if you break it down or you're writing about how much you need to move forward out of this time. And really everything is encapsulated in that, I think. So it's, it makes for really what is our muse is dealing with how to better where we're at and how to deal with the times that we run into. I like it. 
Well, hey, it's Saturday, February 3rd. Time Sawyer's coming five-piece band. Hoot and Nanny. Excited to see you, Sam. Hey, we're awful excited to be there. Thank you guys for taking the time. Welcome to the Soundboard Rewind. Is there in your driveway? Out of quarter to nine. You can hear the boardwalk and the carnival rides, and it's much too early. At home, but you only see thorns as they hand you a rose as you lean on the hood of his car. His engine's warm, he's waiting for you. Tell me what you got to lose. It's so hard for you to believe it's something real, yeah. You're always counting, counting on rain. Like it's always gonna fall the same Oh, don't go inside Don't you play dead Honey, let the blue skies go to your head That was Jesse Terry with Blue Skies Go to Your Head Played here on Friday night Jesse I like Terry. It, yeah, the lyrics good when, it, when, I, when I heard it the first time you, you did it on the Dropbox or whatever And yeah, it's like, I, that's a catchy lyric Don't you worry, let the blue skies go to and your head And he told a nice story about the whole situation Check out his music at jesseterrymusic.com. On my windowsill, I sit and think about you. Where you leave for your own sake? Where you scared my heart you'd break? Fireside Collective. Sold out show Saturday night. Gotta love the sold out shows at the roasting room. You bet. Mm, Hoot and Annie. Check those guys out at firesidecollectiveband.com. And now, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> that was Jordan. That was me. <laughs> Todd, wouldn't it be nice if. Wouldn't it be nice if we could get Joe Pasapia? Joe Pasapia. Joe Pasapia. Spell that for I me, have please. I mentioned this before. Somehow we've, we've had this. It's. P-I-S-A-P-I-A. Joe Pasapia is a famous, in small songwriting circles, uh, Nashville producer now. Mm -hmm. Joe Pasapia was a hired gun um, for Guster. Love Guster. Yeah, Guster, I guess in 2000. I forgot about Guster. Yeah, what happened to Guster? They're still doing it. Probably. They're still out there. Yeah, they're still doing it. Um, but Joe Pasapia joined Guster. He produced their record. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, man, this record sounds great. There's more parts than we can play live. We'd like you to come on as another guy. Sweet. And he did. And then he toured with them for eight years and Whoa. was a part of the band and produced two or three records with them and played on did the Did they records. do the, like the early stuff, like the ones with, with, all, the, with all, all the hits on it? Oh, well, they, Fafa con- and they continue uh, to have hits. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Yeah. No, Fafa was the hit for sure. Love yeah. Fafa. <laughs> I love Fafa. Fafa. Amsterdam. That's great. Oh, yeah. That's great song. Great song. I was anyway, but, but Joe Pasapia put out a solo record called Daydreams. 
Um, and I heard about Joe because a guy I used to play with 150 years ago, um, he, Joe p produced his record. But Joe is now um, making a new record called Connection. And he is so great. He's just so darn unique and mm -hmm. the real deal. And there are several podcasts I've listened to recently with Joe Pasapia. But anyway, um, his new record is called Connection, and he's out of Nashville. Um, he typically doesn't tour that much, but I'm sure, not sure, but I am confident that we could at least get his attention down here. Great. As a matter of fact, on uh, one of his uh, Kickstarters or, or whatever, Pledge Music Drives, he has a Pledge Music for this, uh -huh. I, I bought like... Uh, have a cup of coffee with Joe Pasapia as one of the, <laughs> get a record, and so I'm gonna have coffee with him, and so nice. I'm gonna go up to, to Nashville and just because I've always wanted to meet him, he seems like a fantastic wow. person. So I'm gonna go talk to him and see if I can fantastic. help the roasting room. Yeah, well. Joe P I S A P I A dot net, and he does have a new album coming out February 9th. So maybe he's anxious to get that word out. I yeah. think so. Yeah, and he has a pledge music drive where you can go and kick down for his record. And Great. Look for those links in the show notes. Yeah, and so this is a new, he's released one song um, off his new record, and it's called Feels So Good to Be Understood. And let's listen to that. What do you think? For the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, I'm Jordan Ross. I'm Todd Cowart. Trevor Harden. Maybe it's the sound of your laugh. It makes me feel that someone understands me better than myself. Or maybe it's the look in your eyes. 